This is the Comedy Kiosk, podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Welcome to the Comedy Kiosk, a podcast in which we discuss news, opinions and ideas about comedy. I'm David Munoz. And I'm Igor Monday. And today's topic is... Dun, 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 dun. Cancel culture. That sounds not like a topic, but like a, a show we should do for TV. You know, where <laughs> there is a mystery guest behind the curtain. We first reveal all the tweets, all the horrible things they've done, and then the curtain comes down, and we're like, and the cancelled person of this week is the, 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 the Harley Weinstein. Yeah. Uh, so you already have a jingle as well. <laughs> yes. So th- this we came up with this topic, I guess, together. This is one of those that just came to us organically after just con- con- conversing about recent news and especially stand up. Yeah. Some, let's say, offensive edgy whatever comments bits specials and we mm. just decided that especially since recently dave chappelle's latest special was released which received a lot of backlash that it's the right time to discuss this topic and to cover some kind of questions is there should there be censorship is there freedom does freedom of speech apply to this yeah. about this specific instance and special and so on oh i kind of i kind of this is agree in in how to come about the show is in i think it's all i think it's the topic it's the elephant in the room for a lot of comedians these days is the the topic of cancel culture it's it's a topic that many comedians discuss almost ad nauseum over and over again i think in a way we've kind of avoided it because not avoided it but we've just kind of it's just so ubiquitous it's so in the background and you're just like yeah everyone has their opinion and we've just i don't know it just seems a very kind of repetitive but i think now like you said with this dave chappelle's thing the closer i think maybe this is an appropriate time to bring it up yeah because it's sort of brought it back up again into the kind of more of the front of the conversation rather than just being in the background constantly because you always get the comedian who rolls their eyes and goes oh cancel culture you can't say anything these days like jesus they've ruined comedy and then you have people have opposing views and you know the 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 counter eye roll the of course you would say that but it's usually in the background now, yeah, let's let's actually discuss it. But before we do, we have lots of social media these days. We have a lot of presence now in Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, and of course on Podbean, which hosts our site. So please sign up, subscribe, leave comments. Uh, you can go to any particular episode. We have like a post about each one. You can go underneath, write a comment about it, give your opinion. And also you can give us suggestions about our show. You can uh, suggest how we can improve some criticisms. Uh, which we fully accept, and also ideas for topics. We also have Patreon, so if you want, you can also donate some money. That would be greatly appreciated to help us create this. And if you can't, uh, that's we understand completely. But then in that case, as an equal alternative, you can share our podcast to your friends. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. All right, so, Igor, cancel culture. Is it a real thing or isn't it? Well, I think, as we said, that what prompted us to actually... S- finally tackle this topic and cancel culture as you said was dave's new special the closer yep so i think let's start there and okay. let's see what actually first of all what is it about and what we kind of thought of it mm-hmm. our thoughts and uh, just to understand is it really so bad as is it really a reason to cancel someone etc and then we can move on to the general topic of other cases and other situations where people have been called out on the stuff they said and the, mm-hmm. the groups of people that got offended and so on so you've seen the special on netflix yep. dave chappelle the closer in his words his last special for a while yeah. he didn't say like it's the last he, he'll ever do but in this kind of package deal with netflix i guess that, that he had it's yeah. the it's the final one in a series and and for for the time being and he wanted to address some things from his previous specials where people were offended insulted triggered etc namely i guess two groups of people mm-hmm. that co- for one is transgenders who called that was him the big one yeah. yeah who called him transphobic for his comments during one of his earlier specials sticks and stones right the yeah. the, the, the uh, but as dave pointed out this actually this his image as a transphobic person is much older than sticks and stones it, it goes back to when he actually finished his Chappelle show that he used to have on what was it comedy central or, or whatever like it, when he did that and he did like a, a show afterwards someone had written an article so he explained in the special that his label as being transphobic is actually quite old it's from 10 years ago and it's something that's kind of 
dogged him, as he puts it, or not as he puts it, but he, as he kind of says, is it's it's been dogging him since those days, constantly following him around. That no matter what he says, is, the way he puts it is the no matter what he says, it always pops up, or people will take it the wrong way, and people will say you're transphobic, and in a way he's trapped, he can't get away. So. In this show, uh, I noticed like he was almost embracing being transphobic. Like, you know, he started making jokes where he's like, and then I pushed him away. Why? Oh, because I'm transphobic. Like, yeah, he was I, basically saying, well, that's obviously what I am. That's how you think of me. So I have to act this way. Well, it's it's the label that was, let's say, forced on mm. him. And now he uses that label to, that's what he calls himself for, I would say, the the third act yeah. of, the, of the special once he's established this hatred that he gets, yeah. why and how it started and so on. And he starts even using it as a punchline. So he owns that exactly. term of like, I am transphobic, which I don't think he really is, but he, as people are calling him that again and yeah, again. Yeah, it's almost like he's saying, years. fine, fine. If you can't beat him, join him. Like, yeah. okay, fine. You, for you, I'm transphobic. That means for you, I'm tra- that in your mind, that's I'm transphobic, that's it. But okay, so we wa- we both watched it. What did you think of it? First of all, as a stand-up special. I liked it. I thought it was good. I think he established from the beginning his style. Oh, I don't want to ruin the punchlines, but the the space one that he refers to a couple of times, uh, I think kind of started establishing the way he does twists, the way he, he does a lot of shock value sort of stuff. I mean, he does say in the first maybe two or three minutes, uh, it is going to get worse. Yeah. And he does say like, this is this is just something like this is just the beginning so it's, yeah. it really sets up the to- sets the tone for it for this for exactly this exactly so he he really you do get an idea of what his style is from the beginning and you know it's just going to get yeah more more intense and that you're not supposed to take anything seriously and he goes for everyone like he, he's going he made fun of, of jews black people uh i think latinas at one point i can't remember. Um, but he, he goes through like all these, and basically everyone is fair game. And he goes on then about like uh, gay and, and things like that. And then, yeah, eventually he gets to the whole transgender issue. Uh, you know, he starts kind of making jokes about that. So I think this is where it's, um, which is the interesting thing because he does make fun of all a lot of other groups as well. Like it's not just one group that he's targeting. He's not targeting anyone. He's just kind of blanketing. But this is the one that's kind of firing back, it seems. Uh, Or the one that's sort of, well, asking for him to be cancelled in a way, or at least some people in this community, which is another thing that he brings up as well, is that he has friends in this community who don't have a problem with him. They know him not as a transphobic person, but just as Dave Chappelle, a mate. And, you know, he, he does that sort of he mentions those things, which uh, though that I want to bring up later on uh, as a different alternative sort of question to you. But for now, just the special. I like in general. Yeah, he 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 sets it up. Some of the the, the shock things I think are a little bit simple. Like there's the I, I get it. I get what he's doing. It overall, I liked it. I think I I can't say that you know it was a uh, from okay just a review as a stand up special without any you know mm. looking at who he might have offended and what he said. I I found some things very, to be very smart and funny. I found some things to be just uh, an old man venting. You mm. know what I mean? It's kind of, as an old man, I mean, like an experienced man that went through stuff yeah. uh, during the course of his career. And this is his way of like, please, like, hear me out. Okay, I have I have the, the podium now. Mm. I have the, the audience Listen to me, yeah. right? That's he, he just did it as a platform for him, for him to speak his mind. Yeah. But as for some kind of comedy value, I think it was a solid special. I can say that I enjoyed it as much as I can enjoy just, I don't know, a Dimitri Martin special that's about nothing. It's yeah. just an hour of one-liners and I will laugh my ass off because I think comedy doesn't, it can have, it can have a story. It can have that uh, individual, like personal touch. It can be groundbreaking. It can be. Uh, it can talk about sensitive topics. I don't deny any of that. But at the end of the day, I can't say I laughed as much as I can laugh at just some dad jokes, one-liners. You know. Mm. So I can say that it was hilarious. I, I did. I do think it had some other kind of value, which is that kind of you know, free, what is freedom of speech? What can we say nowadays? What kind of world we live in? Yeah. This cancel culture stuff and so on. So as a special, I think it was, I don't know, six and a half out of 10. I would say it's just a stand-up special. But if we go uh, into the content of the special, a lot of that was his response to backlash to his previous specials from different communities 
especially the transgender community that took it personally and took it to Twitter and took it to some kind of uh, media outlets and, and platforms to express their opinion and to call him, label him as transphobic, which uh, watching this special, if I would say that he hates anyone and that he's being rude, mean and disrespectful to anyone, right? Yeah. I would say it's it's white people. Oh, which, that's what he which, says that. That's one of his lines. Yeah. I know I know it's his one of his lines and he, yeah. he accepts that and confirms that. But I still don't feel I mean I get it, okay? I get it. Slavery happened. America still has racial issues. There is a huge gap. There is still mm -hmm. like things like what happened last year with with police and, and with African Americans. It's a real issue. I don't deny that. Mm -hmm. But I think as bad as it is for me, imagine a white comic doing a one-hour special and saying every five minutes, I hate blacks. Okay, now this is difference in culture, though. This, this is where I, I have to say, and, and I do get the argument, but I mean, it's a whole different background. I mean, because the white... The black culture has never been, except maybe in Africa before Europeans arrived, but I mean, after Europeans, like they haven't at any point dominated another culture, right? Yet white cultures have been doing this from different countries have been doing it. The Spanish did it in South America. The Dutch did it in, in South Africa and Indonesia. Uh, the British did it in India and different parts of Africa. So did the French. So did the Italians. It's like everyone had a go at it. Uh, I think even Russians tried it at some point. You know, everyone tried to create their empire and that meant like subjugating uh, another group of people. And they all were people who were not white sort of thing, right? So, I mean, just to say that white people were doing it to white people beforehand as well. I mean, look at the British and the French and the and the, the Vikings and all that sort of stuff. I mean, well, it's just that it went international. Thing. That's the thing. White people did it to white people. White people did it to brown, black, Latino people as yeah. well. But also black people did it to black people. He gives an example of that yeah. when a black slave who was released. Actually, that was a very interesting slaves. story. And it's a real story. It's yeah, a historical yeah. story. I checked it. And actually, uh, all of Liberia is that story. If you look at this, the history of the country of Liberia, which was given to slaves, a lot of them started incorporating the same things that had been done to them. They were then doing it to the African people, the indigenous people there. That's why, in my mind, going back to, I know history happened and we shouldn't ignore it or delete it. We mm. should learn from it. But we should learn from it, not call back upon it, not, re not refer to it. So I'm saying like in today's world, if we want equality, if we want a, a black man and a white man to be equal, then if white man cannot hate on the black people and then black people cannot hate on the white people. Ooh, but and this, I mean is, this is different. This is where, but this is like 200 years of this oppression. And also the second thing is like the, the white people, they haven't had this, they've been privileged at this point. This is the whole point of the privilege. This is why making fun of, of a white person is is not as bad because you're punching up. This is the whole punching up, punching down thing, which Dave Chappelle also mentions about punching up, punching down. Um, but this is where like, um, and this is where in a way it's kind of interesting seeing Chappelle discuss about punching up, punching down and things like that. And the whole thing is, well, that's what his career is based on. He's punching up towards white people. Like, that's what his whole thing. And what people are now criticizing him of, or at least that what the transgender community and those who support it. And I put that in quotation marks. Uh, uh, saying is that, yeah, he punches up and then all of a sudden he's now punching down like to an even smaller minority group sort of thing. This is where the argument comes in. It's the fact that the reason why black people can make fun of white people and pretty much almost anyone can make fun of white people is because white people are in a position of power and privilege in the world at the moment. Uh, this is the position. You know, if eventually, it, it, let's say, Asia took over, let's say China ended up conquering the whole world and, you know, started beating up on, on white people and we then went through a couple of hundred years, then, yeah, then it would be acceptable to make fun of Chinese people because they would be at the top and they'd be like the ones who'd been impressing us for 200, 300, 400 years. And then it wouldn't be cool for us to like hurt on each other. You know what I mean? No, I get the concept. And what he says and what I think every comedian should do is you punch straightforward, mm. right? You pu punch not up or down. You just punch. That's the whole thing. You're just observing, making conclusions, making it funny. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't, he's not trying to take down the regime of white people. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to make fun of transgender people. He just sees things comments on them, makes people laugh, earns money on that. That's his whole job. That's, I think, every comedian's job is, and every 
actor, singer, producer, whatever, whoever has a platform to speak their mind, to influence people, whatever, you should just do your job without it being in like, you. I mean, if there is a need to start a revolution to really take down some horrible regime and so on, that also happened in history, of course, speak up, speak your mind, yeah. like get people going or whatever, support it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that even he admits that he's not punching up or punching down. He's not attacking white people because they're on top and he's not making fun of transgender people. I think he people. is. I think he is punching up. That's just it. Like even if he says, I'm not doing that, but you're benefiting from it. You are benefiting from the fact, like you were saying, a white guy cannot make those jokes about black people, but he can make those jokes about white people and he can call them crackers and, and fuck you motherfucker and shit like that. It, you know, you white prick. He can say that and it's funny and white people will laugh. You know, we all will laugh because he is punching up. Even if he doesn't call it punching up, that is what he is doing. That's why it's acceptable. Oh, well, in any case, I think, yeah, if there was one group of people i won't say minority of course because it's the it's the mm. oppressors it's the bad guys it's the white people the whites as he calls them uh calls us both yeah. of us are white white people but i mean that's the the group he's going after that's like the jokes well and yeah the, that's always been his kind of his thing as a black man he's talking from his perspective but i would say that he's definitely not transphobic and definitely mm. not like sexist or misogynistic even though again he has these jokes you know it's a it's an leg joke from like 2002 you have to respect your bitches you know like it's kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah he, he does play this, a lot this, around this with kind that. of stuff you know and yeah. he he calls all the white people whites or whatever he calls all the women bitches mm. and he calls all the transgender people just uh, just basically he calls them by wrong pronouns that there was a lesbian who he called a, a he constantly mm. and stuff like this which again people are going to get offended and they're going to jump this jump on this uh, cancel train and hype train but i yeah. think it's because nowadays people are getting super sensitive and soft and take whatever they want as a personal attack so I think there was no attack on any groups of people in this special. It was a comedy special that was meant to be exactly that. It's not like he's not a president. He's not a politician. He's mm -hmm. not a whatever. He's a comedian. Right. So I think in that bubble, the freedom of speech trumps any complaints or any, you know, oh, it hurt my feelings. He has even this joke and uh, many comedians nowadays really, they call back to this because he's like, well, have you, have you paid to see my show? You've seen this joke during a live show and the woman's like, yeah. no, have you seen it on Netflix and whatever? So like, you know, this is real life. Leave me alone. Yeah, what yeah. I do there and what it's my it's my work, you know, yeah. so it's my persona. It's, yeah. it's an act. It's a, it's a character. Similar, similar to what happened to Jimmy Carr. He mentioned it recently on one show where yeah. he was he was approached by a guy after the show that uh, apparently didn't enjoy it. And he was like, man, what is this? What is this show? Uh, it's complete trash. I paid for it and I was so disappointed. This is horrible. No better than last year. Right? <laughs> yeah. Which means like you paid a ticket. You know who I am. You know what comedy I do. You, you paid, paid last year. You, you came. Paid, you, you paid last year. You came and you came again. <laughs> and you paid. Exactly the same thing and to get disappointed again. Yeah. You know, no one's forcing you to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's yeah. not, you know, it's it wasn't, you know, somehow... You Actually, you didn't even pay individually for it. You, you've paid for a subscription, which covers everything. Yeah. And so you can really easily switch it off within 15, minute, 15 minutes. And then that means the algorithm would show like, oh, people never finished this program. Obviously, it wasn't popular. People are curious. They start it, but they never finish it. Yeah, let's not give it another one. Yeah. So I guess the, you know, if, you, if it's not for you and if you mind it, don't watch it. Then there is this argument that, but this shouldn't exist. He shouldn't have the right, the platform. Yeah, to, he shouldn't to, have the, the ability to even enter into your consciousness. Yeah, to to say such things or poison you are, or poison children who might watch it. Yeah, for example, it's are, always the children is always the big thing. I don't think children are well. I mean, there is definitely on Netflix and yeah. and stuff like uh, restriction, age restriction. You have to you know like be over eighteen even on TV on cinema. They have always those like you know the the PG thirteen, the R rating, and so on. Mm -hmm. But I mean. The, the idea I still is, watched our rating things when I was 13. <laughs> well, yeah, but the idea is that you can't basically, you can't say whatever you want. That's the, you can't be intentionally, I don't know, ignorant, ignorant mm. offensive, rude, mean, 
and just uh, make fun and and you know hurt other people's feelings and their lifestyles and their choices and their especially things that people are sensitive about like sexuality mm. this kind of stuff race and religion and so on that's there i think that's most of the backlash that you just shouldn't have the platform to say such mean and horrible things but yeah. my problem is i didn't see any mean and horrible things in that special mm. i saw a man who is questioning things which i think is normal kind of human thought process like right? yeah. you know he's like what is with like i didn't even know that this was offensive i didn't even understand that this happens and things like just a man giving his peace of mind right giving mm -hmm. his opinion and his point of view i don't I, in there is there was no part of this special if you watch it as a stand-up special mm -hmm. you have to keep in mind this is a stand-up special yeah. you know if you watch it as a stand-up special then you understand these are jokes if yeah. you watch it if he came like if, if if this man stopped in the middle of I don't know Central Park and stopped started shouting like I'm transphobic trans people this trans people that then yeah. that's different because yeah. that's not in the bubble of stand up comedy mm -hmm. he's not trying to be funny he's trying to preach some ideas right well this is kind of Netflix's argument for not canceling him is basically Netflix has also said the same sort of remark in in kind of response to this that it's a stand up special and that stand up has a different a different type of freedom of speech than everyday speech. Like stand-up stand -up comedy is a different style of, of free speech. It has a different level or a different rules. Yeah. Well, Do you reckon that's true? I, I think that's true because it it's all about, and Ricky Gervais is always a, a great example of this, mm. I think, and he explains it in his latest special that's uh, on Netflix as well, Humanity, also about similar thing about Caitlyn Jenner and transgender and some mistake he made by what is what do you call it like dead naming her calling mm, her by that's right, yeah. by her like uh, by using male Bruce. name and stuff yeah. yeah and that he didn't even know about those things but you know he learned his lesson the hard way and stuff like this but it's always it 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 the question is where does it come from if it comes from a bad place it's bad if it comes yeah. from a good place it's it's not bad and that's it if it comes from if you're saying these things to let to actually hurt people or to put yeah. them down or to insult them, then it's obviously a bad thing. If you're saying these things to sell your Netflix special, to make people laugh, yeah. then it's not a bad thing. Uh, because it's definitely a thing that, you know, you can have an opinion without hating people. You know, any opinion. I can, I can have an opinion that it's wrong to be vegan. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Eat whatever you want. But I can have an opinion that it's wrong to be vegan without hating vegans. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But I think the the point that the these groups are making is they're not saying that. I mean, maybe they are. But okay, so maybe it's not that the the thing is said with bad intent. But it may be that it, they feel like it's belittling or making it seem frivolous. Like for example, this dead naming thing. Um, I remember like yeah, I, I do remember that. It was very you know interesting what he was saying. That he didn't know, and he had used the name Bruce instead of Caitlin, I believe. Yeah. So, um, because at the time when Caitlin achieved these things, Caitlin was in the body of a man with a male's name, and so that's why he used it. Um, not realizing that you're not supposed to do that anymore. Now you're supposed to. Like, everything is retroactive, and now Caitlin is the winner of all those things, and Caitlin won the men's decathlon. And then he he mentions something, and then towards the end, he just drops the name Bruce anyway. Right, as kind of a bit of a fuck you, but it's not a mean spirited fuck you. But the point is, by doing that, I can understand maybe someone might say, "Well, he's making it frivolous. Like he's kind of, it's kind of saying, yeah, this whole dead naming thing is is just pointless. Like it's it's just stupid." But for some people, it is very important. And by making it into a joke, even if it's not, it's not, you know, you're not doing it with a mean spirit. You're not doing, but it's sort of kind of saying oh this whole argument is just a waste of time or it's not important when for them it is a very important issue yeah but it's it's and uh, we i think we we touched upon that topic when you talked about uh, censorship and stuff yeah. like this and and what you can say in comedy and i would say that it just if it's if it's a joke that's it if it's a joke if again if you're not preaching some ideology if you're not starting a religion or a political party or revolution mm -hmm. or whatever if it's a joke if it's yeah. in context of a joke so if i joke about killing it yeah. does not make me a killer it does not make me condone and approve of killings and it does not make me make fun of you for losing a loved one to murder yeah it's just a joke about killing it has nothing to do with you nothing to do with me nothing mm -hmm. to do it's just there in human civilization human history there is 
killing other people is a thing. Yeah. And that's that. That's only, and it's a joke about the concept of a person A murdering a person B. That's it. It's not about you and who you lost. It's not about, you know, so unless it's personal, unless it's hateful, and unless it's coming from a dark, bad place, mm-hmm. I think it's, and none of that I've seen in Dave's special. I've seen a man who is trying to tackle a concept that he's not fully, maybe, fully comfortable with or does not fully mm. understand and just trying to you know through his own way process these differences and uh, and stuff and what he's saying is that basically the cancel culture is now just out to get anyone who disagrees with any of that until you unless you're tiptoeing around everyone constantly you will be called out to that and you will be labeled as a transphobic or homophobic or sexist or whatever okay thing you mentioned before like something he may be not that familiar with her but i noticed there was one part i can't remember if it was this special one but he was talking about feminism and how he looked up the dictionary definition of feminist yeah this one yeah and then he makes the comment of now you know like any man like i have a mother i have sisters blah 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 he used that argument which a lot of people are basically now starting to call it. Well, not even now. Like last year, I'm hearing people calling out when the some politicians were like, well, I have a mother, I have a sister, so I know what it's like. And it's like, why? Does that mean that if you don't have a mother, does that mean automatically if you're an orphan, you're a bastard? Like, you know, because you've never had a mother or a sister. No, like, you're a bastard if you don't have a father. Yeah, exactly. So get your terminology right. So, but the point is like, you know, people use that argument. And when he, the transphobic thing was coming up, he did mention that one of his, you know, old time really great friends was a transgender uh, woman in San Francisco. And he went on a huge story, which was a great story. And the ending of it was very, you know, poignant and all the rest. Um but the whole point is that usually that argument of, and he, he did it in the first special, I know he did it where he talked about also another trans, and he mentioned another one. It's usually that sort of the argument being, well, I have a transgender friend who's totally fine with this. And they're, they come to all my shows and they laugh at all my jokes. So, you know, you're obviously wrong. Or I have a feminist friend. I have a brother. I have a sister. I know what it's like. Like, do you think this argument is being used? Do you think he was using that a bit? Well, that's the, you know, I'm not racist. I have one black friend. That's the, that's yeah. the kind of argument. Yeah. But yeah, or like, or like, I'm not feminist, I have a mother. I don't think that's what he was going for. I think he was going for a story where, bottom line, right? If you're an actual racist, for example, actual mm-hmm. racist, I mean, people, uh, white, kind of white person who hates black people or mm-hmm. any other people of color, right? If you're an actual hater, of to, to an extent where they were basically you know burning people burning crosses in front of people's houses trying to chase out people from communities and stuff if you hate a person of color you will not be friends with them with mm-hmm. any of them you mm-hmm. will just not so he was i think he was so if you say i'm not racist i have one black friend that's kind of works because you know if i say that i don't i don't agree with uh, with uh, vegan lifestyle for example, mm-hmm. right? I say I don't agree with vegan lifestyle. I eat meat, but you eat. If you want to be a vegan, be a vegan, and we'll still be friends, yeah. right? So, but if I say I hate vegan lifestyle and I hate you for it, then I wouldn't be friends with you. So, I think the story is basically showing that he doesn't care, and that's what she tells him in, as a part of the story. He doesn't care if she's transgender or not. He yeah. cares how she sees him. And she cares how he sees her. Yeah, not, like recognize that I have an, that I'm going through just an experience, a human experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a human. Yeah. It doesn't, and this all these labels people put on themselves, and yeah. that's why he he talks about something, and people from that group, from that community, or from that layer of society, or whatever, they go like, "Oh my God, he's talking about me." No, he isn't. No. You know what I mean? Like it's so when he, I didn't, I'm, I'm a white person. When he was saying, uh, whites this, whites that, blah, blah, what I really hate is whites, I didn't feel offended, yeah. you know, because I wasn't like, oh, wait, he's talking about me, Igor Monday, a Croatian comedian that uh, lives in Moscow. How does he know? And why does he hate me? Boo, you know? Yeah. But he, did, he literally said, I hate white people and all my jokes and stuff are about basically making fun of white people. Yeah. But I didn't feel offended, not because I'm a ma- majority, but because I don't take it personally. He's not labeling, he's not talking about me. You know what I mean? So I think when people start taking things personally, especially jokes about that are not about you, it's a, it's a joke. You know, when people start taking jokes personally, that's why he was giving that story as an experience between him, Mm -hmm. a comedian and her, 
beginner comic audience member transgender person yeah not about him an african-american transphobic comedian and her a white blonde transgender girl yeah. woman no it was just about a personal person yeah and he friends. brings up at the end like he actually identifies with her because as he puts it his people are comedians yeah like that at the end that's the group that he identifies with and color and gender and things are not important for him but rather he tries to set forward the, the idea is like when you talk about my people my people are actually comedians fellow entertainers fellow yeah comedians. yeah so this is i think people people forget that you don't have to be labeled as one thing mm. you know one thing one one thing only and how that girl actually laughed at many jokes and enjoyed it and so on because in addition to being a transgender girl she was also a comedian yeah. so you know it's it's an aspiring comedian at that point <laughs> yeah you don't have to be one kind of person you don't have to be one label one characteristic and you don't have to let someone define you as that or insult you as that mm -hmm. you know it's it's kind of how you see things that's why i think all this if we talk about specials and comedians i think it all goes because i hope i truly hope that Dave Chappelle is not transphobic. He does not hate transgender people. Yeah. If he does, then, you know, that's his problem. He'll burn in hell, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, I really hope that he's not using Netflix as a platform to oppress transgender people. Yeah. And I, I, not I hope, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I believe he's a comic. I think you right? can see the special you can see. And I, and I do think that the, the big thing, of course, what everyone always talks about when you're talking about this sort of, you know, what to cancel, what not to cancel, and all the rest is see everything in the full context. And I think if you watch the special, I think you'll you see the cut. Maybe, maybe you'll, you'll think that maybe he didn't do some of the bits were a bit ham fisted maybe, or, you know, maybe it could have been done better, but overall I think you'll get the idea that no, he's not actually transphobic. Um, he just likes to poke fun at everyone and, and rib basically ribbing on people. Um, but at the same time, I, I do get why people would get, get uh, sensitive about it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't, I don't see like, you can't, I've, I've gotten sensitive at things. Like there was a joke a, a friend of mine made when Trump got voted in. It was about Melania and how like, you know, kind of comparing it to the Kennedys because, uh, you know, uh, they were trying to compare Trump to the Kennedys. Well, in that case, Melania, you know, Trump's going to get assassinated. Melania is going to then go off and the, the punchline was and end up marrying a rich wog. Now, WOG is a derogatory term for Mediterranean people, people from the Mediterranean region of Europe in Australia, right? This is the, the term. So I'm a WOG. And uh, I saw a lot of people have to deal with that. I, I only copped a little bit of it, um, but occasionally it did, you know, touch on me. But this is sort of, you know, that's that's the racist word for, for my people, apparently. They're my people. Um, and when my friend made that remark, I was like, ah, did you have to use the word WOG? Because the joke's not even, the joke's about Melania basically following this thing of Kennedy. I'm like, yeah, I get it like you know she's following the jackie analysis but did you have to use the word wog couldn't you just say a rich greek guy like as in was the word wog necessary for the punchline there you're just th trying to throw in a second look as you're trying to say a lesser person like ditching and marry end up marrying uh as as seeing the word wog lesser sort of european because it's not the right kind of white yes even in australia sometimes there is the not right kind of white <laughs> you, you can still be white but not quite there you see we don't Weirdly. Eat, we don't uh, white people we are so we don't need black people to be racist we will be racist to each other that's, i mean that's why why do you think people made fun of the redheads in england before before brown skinned people or tanned people or olive skinned people arrived to to great britain they had redheads they're already trying to find someone they, they will find anyone yeah. we will find anyone at all to make fun of if your pigment is slightly different than mine you're done yeah that's it but you're out yeah i i think uh the 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 thing is again well for example during the whole special he calls women bitches that's yeah. the his whole like that's basically the word he's substituting just woman woman or a girl or whatever yeah. it's a, a bitch it's always doesn't matter young old white black transgender even his wife <laughs> yeah he's just that's i mean you can say that that's inappropriate yes. right that's inappropriate that's that's a bad word mm. for that's a female dog and you're calling your wife and all other women mm. bitches right it's 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 a bad word i get it you maybe maybe it's not nice to hear it and yeah. I, I agree that maybe it's not nice to use it as well you know why why use it when you say a woman when there is a normal not mm. like loaded term and, and uh, misogynistic and offensive term why why mm. use it i get it i get all of that but also you know it, it, this kind of cancel culture movement is trying to turn 
words into actions, mm -hmm. which is not true. And we talked about it, I think, before. If you are Harvey Weinstein, if you are Bill Cosby and stuff, if you've done something bad, you should be canceled. If mm -hmm. you've done something bad, if you've talked about something bad, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. uh, I, I get it. I get why, like, Hitler and Nazis are bad. I get yeah. why. I'm not, like, you know, yeah. I'm not saying that it's okay. But so killing a Jewish person is bad. But joking about Jewish person is not bad. It's just joking. You mm. know what I mean? So I'm saying that like even... But then but some people might say that, that, that people can use jokes then to infiltrate an idea into the people's head as the first step in indoctrination, for example. That's, that's taking it too far. And I think this whole cancel culture is taking things too far. There is basically two things. You can get offended yeah. uh, or you can laugh at it. If yeah. it's a joke, right? You're watching a special, you hear something inappropriate. You can get offended or you can laugh at it. If you laughed at it, then you have no right to complain about it mm -hmm. because the joke did its job. It made you laugh. So if you laugh at it and then complain about it, then you're the hypocrite, mm -hmm. right? If you don't laugh at it, if you're offended by it, you have to think, why am I offended by it? If it's an offensive word or mm -hmm. like a, a slur, whatever it is, a bad, just a bad word, like mm -hmm. bitches instead of girls or something like this. Okay, it's a fair point. But why are you here? Why did you buy tickets for this show then? Why did you turn on Netflix? Why did you turn on Dave Chappelle's comedy show instead of, I don't know, My Little Pony or something that's definitely not going to have offensive terms in it? But then someone argued they didn't know that Dave Chappelle had that sense. They never heard of him before. This well, is then, their first introduction. Okay, so you saw that one joke, didn't like it, turn it off. I've, saw, I, I've seen plenty of movies or content that I started watching it it's not my thing, not my cup of tea. I turn it off. I don't go to Twitter and I'm like, this show has not met my expectations. It offended me and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I've seen movies where, for example, there is a Croatian character mm -hmm. who's por portrayed as, a, or usually it's kind of like ex-Yugoslavian Balkan character who's always portrayed as some kind of low-life ghetto gangster, something like this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, cancel this movie. Well, if it offends me, I'll just turn it off. I'll be like, okay, I don't want to watch this. It's, it's in bad taste. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I don't get the, the, the need to collectively gang up on people and not not people who've done stuff. Of course, if we if we're talking about people who have done horrible things, cancel them. They should never get a role. They should never get a gig. They should never be paid for what they do again because they're using yeah. a platform to to harass and molest and, and hurt people. Mm -hmm. But if you're making jokes and that's what you're doing, but it also as a collateral damage mm -hmm. offends some people. I think the the audience member should think like if I laughed at it, okay. If I didn't laugh at it, if if, if it offends me, then I'm just gonna ignore this comic. And yeah. I think, as you said, Netflix has algorithms. It can see how many people watch this special, how many people started and, and quit after the first bitch or yeah. N word or whatever transphobic or transgender joke or yeah. whatever. And if it's more people don't watch it than watch it, yeah. he's not gonna get commission for another for another. Uh, special yeah this is uh, supply and demand this is the market mm -hmm. you know what i mean so trump got elected as a president then people start stopped liking him and he didn't get elected again that's that's democracy that's the vote of the majority that's how yeah. it works okay so this is the next question then to, that i'd like to bring to you then whose responsibility is it to cancel then i mean if because canceling is a thing right there's just different ways to do it now should it be just the people doing it through not you know, through voting or even writing and saying, look, this special you just released, I think sucks just to let you know, you know, whether you ask for it to be canceled or not, or should it be the the company? Should they be the ones who then control their content and be aware of what they're about to put up and maybe either A, put in a trigger warning beforehand and say, in this show, Dave Chappelle will discuss uh transphobic, you know, transphobia, blah, blah, blah. Please keep in mind, this is a comedy in huge words special. Like, you know, uh, don't take this to heart. But if you are truly offended, please feel free to write to us so that we can may, maybe, you know, can control further content in future. Something like that. Wh whose responsibility is it? Or is it the comedian themselves? Is it the comedian who should just take the risk? And in this case, it's Dave Chappelle. And by the sounds of it, the way he's been handling it, from what I understand, is he's just sort of shrugged his shoulders and gone, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Well, in that case, we can sit down and discuss with it. And he was a little bit cheeky about it, you know, the, his response to it. No, um, you can you can see through the whole special, he's very full of himself. And he's very <laughs> pleased with his jokes and his stance on it. You can see on some points where yeah. he's doing the joke and he's smiling 
telling to himself. He's yeah. like, I'm so smart for writing this joke. He's not afraid of it or ashamed of it at all. Yeah. Which, you know, like it's, he's not kind of, you can see he's not smiling, I th- but he's. I think he does love trolling a little bit. So, yeah. I he, think he's a bit of a troll. He's, he's, he he's loves pushing, the fact that he's, he's pushing the buttons. Yes. He's pushing the buttons knowingly, not accidentally. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Who should be the one to, well, I mean, you've said that, okay, what if Netflix puts a little disclaimer at the beginning? This, mm-hmm. this show contains uh, offensive terms and discussion of transphobia, uh, this, this, this. They do that. They have mm-hmm. an 18 plus rating. That means don't be a baby. You know, this is a grow. This is adult content. And if you are a baby, grow the fuck up. All right, grow, I don't care if you're two months old. Grow up, baby. grow up, so you can watch this show. Grow up, baby. But I mean, it does say it has this plus eighteen plus rating, and it says yeah. this, and it has this general kind of default disclaimer. But do you think this there's content- another warning, basically saying this is kind of like a. Cancel culture, not a cancel culture warning, but you know, as in these, we're going to deal uh, with some. If you want to, if you want to cancel, plus, yeah, if, you, if you're waiting, warning. if you're waiting to cancel something, don't watch this show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if that's, I mean, it could have because that's exactly. And if you see that and continue watching, then you have no right to to cancel and complain about it. Yeah, yeah. If there is a disclaimer that says, if you're just waiting to catch someone saying something so you can cancel them, don't watch the show because you will be easily triggered. Yeah. Okay, I, that could be... Uh, Either that or fire up your Gmail because you're going to be sending a shite loads of, of uh, emails. I mean, sometimes it's in, in companies' hands, uh, for example, and there is there there have been cases, for example, who was it? Warner Brothers dumping uh, Johnny Depp over that case and accusations of domestic uh, violence. Yeah. There's now, we also case. have... Disney Disney with uh, James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He was initially dropped for that because of some tweets that he made a long time ago that were considered, what was it, homophobic or something like that? I actually he, don't remember what the what the tweet was and what his And he already had was. apologized like eight years ago. Eight years previously, he'd already apologized. Like he caught himself later on. Like someone had brought it up and he was like, oh, yep, you're right. That was wrong. And, but he had to apologize again and he still got fired. And then he got brought back, which was sort of showing this. This is the point I'm trying to get at where sometimes I think the companies are doing very knee-jerk reaction sort of thing. I think they're so afraid of losing customers that they're willing to cancel someone before they've really, before they should have seen all the angles first and looked at it in a level head. I think they're just hearing the loudest voices, voices, not necessarily the majority and not necessarily the right voice. They're just hearing the loudest voice and they're quickly reacting to it, getting scared because it's like Kevin Hart also got um, taken off the Oscars. Now, some would say that that was justified. Um, others would say, no, it's not. Like, you know, it was done a long time ago and he made some homophobic tweets about something about if his son came out as gay, he would was beat him up or something or something. I can't remember what it was. It wasn't very nice at all. But at that point, I don't remember them giving him a chance to really say something or discuss. Uh, but at the same time, someone could say, well, there's actions and consequences. You make these sorts of remarks. Be aware of the fact that cultures can change. Society changes, you know, and in future, something that you say can be seen in a different light. But then you have to react to that, you know. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I think... First of all, someone made a, a very strong argument on that James Gunn case, mm. where basically 20 years ago I couldn't read and, and write because I was a child or whatever, and now I can. You know, like I've I've learned something new and I've improved as a person. Mm. Why we take someone's tweets from 20 years ago as something that represents him today? I understand yeah. the thing about action yeah. and the consequences of actions, yeah. but it didn't like he didn't stop getting roles or, or gigs then. Yeah. They did it now, like retroactively. And, and the thing was, he already and, actually had apologized. Like yeah. he had been busted for it beforehand. And he went, oh, you're right. Yes, that was wrong. I regret it. I'm totally sorry. And then it came up again a second time. It's like, the dude's already apologized. Everyone moved on. And like you said just now, people have been hiring him since then. I think it has to has to be in each individual case. And basically yeah. the question is, is this person a good person or not? <laughs> was it a mistake? Was it uh, ignorance? Was it whatever? Yeah. Or is uh, Because in the case of, for example, Harvey Weinstein, yeah. one person came out, then second, then third, and then like a thousand people agreed that he's a monster. sleazy douchebag, yeah. right? A horrible person, monster. Yeah. yeah. So there is no forgiveness. Not, oh, sorry, it was a mistake. No, there's a thousand people who testify that you knew exactly what you were doing and you were doing it repeatedly again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But one tweet 15 years ago and apologizing right after or whatever, realizing your mistakes, definitely not the same. You should not lose all the gigs, all the money all that you worked for in your professional de- development career and so on. That's why I think this culture cancel culture thing i think it's necessary in our society to keep people in check Mm. but it's but i think at points at times it's taking too much power 
yeah. you can be literally canceled for anything. Like it's mm. that's why it's called the cancel culture. It's not called let's all be nice people culture. It's yeah. called the, they're out there to get you. You know that's what I'm saying. Like you say one yeah. wrong word and there's like aha you said instead of uh, he you said she because. Uh, 20 years addressed. ago, yeah. he was a she. Okay, you're done. You're done, fella. You fucked up. You're done. Get the fuck out of my face. So, you know what I mean? Like, don't... If a- but that's not that's not the one that the people are getting cancelled over. It's not things like that. It's it's more stronger things. It was like I said, the Kevin Hart thing was, you know, the thing about if my son was gay. You know, it's a bit more on the nose. You know, it's a bit more... Or in, in this case, you know, there are actually jokes that, that Dave Chappelle is making about trans- transgender people. Now, I, I agree, he shouldn't have been cancelled on it overall. Like, you know, no, not at all. It shouldn't be cancelled. But I do understand where it's coming from. I think right now the problem is, and I agree with what you're saying, it's a culture, the sense of, I think where, okay, to use the word woke or whatever, you know, society is kind of waking up or whatever, or it's kind of starting to reflect and realise, oh, shit, some of the things we've been doing for a long, long time, no matter how far we think we've come in society, we're still doing some pretty bad things. We're still saying some pretty horrible shit without reason. I mean, I remember in the 90s um, using gay as a slur. Oh, that's so gay. You know, using that as a sort of a, you know, something was lame, something was stupid, something was just, it wasn't right. You would call it gay, you know? And you can see it in the Friends, like the TV series Friends. It's so dated because of that, because Joey and Chandler are constantly at one point saying to each other, oh, that's so gay. Because that was the thing. That, and I said it. I said it so much. And I remember getting busted on it once. Like, you know, obviously it got to a point where people stopped using it. I used it one day and someone who was gay obviously looked at me and went, why is it gay? What makes it gay? And I was like, what? He was like, what makes it gay? I was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh. yeah, that actually was not, not related to gay culture whatsoever. But it was a slur that when you think back, you go, yeah, we shouldn't have used that. It wasn't done with mal- malintention. It wasn't anything. I never thought about the gay community when I said that's so gay. But he was right. It's not the right word to say. But at the same time, I shouldn't get cancelled for it. I get it. But it's, it's kind of the same thing as, you know, if, if someone tells me, oh, be a man. You know, like mm. I say, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, that's this. a trigger for and me. Someone be a man. Goes, what the fuck is a man? Be, be a man. And I'm saying like, for example, especially yeah. when it's it's a, it's a Russian thing where there yeah. is like clearly set roles for gender roles for yeah. a man and a woman. And girls would often, like a guy yeah. wouldn't say this. It's not like a toxic masculinity thing yeah. where it's like, you're not tough enough for me, boy. No, it's, it's usually it's, from a girl. It's girls, like be a man, which 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 basically says, don't be a woman, mm. which means there's something wrong with being a woman. Which means you're disrespecting you know, yourself. Something's wrong with you trying to act like them. Yeah, which means you're disrespecting yourself. You're saying being woman is not as good as being man. Okay. You know, like so. It's it's that's the kind of thing. So if you go into, you know, you can always go into that loop and question: Is it a cultural thing? Is it a historical thing? Or are you just a bad person? I think we're not like we need to take everything with a grain of salt in the right context yeah. and analyze it as it is. is well, this Chappelle- is what I was saying about the, the Disney thing. They shouldn't have fired James Gunn straight away. They should have stopped. And I think this is where a lot of people's knee-jerk reaction is what I'm annoyed with. It's not the cancel culture itself. Fine, you can raise your awareness. You can say, I'm upset. You can say, I don't like this. I reckon absolutely brilliant. Yes, you have every right, just like that person, Dave Chappelle, has the right to, to make his jokes. And anyone else who wants to go against him and say, I don't, agree with him, can also do that. That's absolutely brilliant. I just say don't do the knee-jerk reaction by the company in particular. Like if you want to take a pause or suspend it until you resolve the matter, I get that. Like if they said, look, we're going to take Dave Chappelle's show off Netflix for a month while we resolve this matter internally and then we will make a decision whether it comes back or not, then fine. That's that's what I don't like with this cancel culture is the hype. It's the hype train that people are mm. jumping on uh, the bandwagon because it's more like okay, yeah, take your time, analyze, give me give me proof, mm. give me you know the the, the reason. Even do a and, survey. And, and, How and many feel, people oh, are please, offended? Or not? Please, like I mean, uh, definitely cancel Harvey Weinstein. Definitely cancel bad people who have proven to be the whole Me Too yeah. movement. We need such kind of things. We need people to speak up. Yeah. We need women to speak up. We need mm. uh, I don't know African Americans. The whole protests and riots last year yeah. and stuff against police, against the system, and so on. We need that. We, people need to speak up. People need to have uh, freedom of speech, freedom of choice, and uh, human rights. Yeah. But then that that also then means that comedian has a freedom of speech and can say whatever he wants you know what i mean like you can't yeah. you, you can't take something but ignore the you can you know yeah. uh you have to take the, the the full the full picture and that's what i'm saying yeah like definitely there should be 
Well, for a long time, there wasn't, up until maybe 10, 15 years ago, as you said, in the 90s, especially earlier, you could say whatever you want, even do whatever you want. Mm. And if you're in a position of power or whatever, you'll get away with it 100%. Mm. Now, it's and, not and, always going to fly. And I think the other thing is people didn't feel as confident to to say that that was bullshit. Like, yeah, I, and I there think, was no platform for it. Maybe these media nowadays, like you can easily go on Twitter, yeah. tag someone and be like, this guy sent me a dick pic, unsolicited dick pic. What's that behavior? That's that's horrible. Cancel. Him. Oh no! But even like you can go on Twitter and just say, "I just saw Dave Chappelle's new special, and I think it's transphobic as hell because of this joke, this joke, this joke." Check it out for yourself. Tell me if you think you're right, if I'm right or wrong, you know, or something like that. Or you can just say, "I don't like Dave Chappelle's new show." Fine, you can go on Twitter, you can voice your opinion, and maybe you know, like we were saying before, with the algorithms things Netflix would pick up. I'm sure they keep their ear open as to the feedback they get from people. The thing is to uh, get it. So what I'm saying, basically, at the end of the end, cancel culture as such is, I think, is just a a reaction to to things that have happened of us waking up and, and seeing a lot of things that we used to do that was wrong and now we're kind of going all right let's try to fix this and like anything it's not going to be done perfectly i think sometimes there's overreactions i think sometimes there's knee-jerk reactions there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions um but i think it's like a pendulum swing when you when you've been oppressed for so long you then go in the opposite direction and go nuts it's the same thing as like for example when russia got out finally got democracy and then this place was like the wild west there was no control because it was just not used to it you know what i mean people go and then eventually a stability is formed or you swing back in the opposite direction which yeah. is i think the danger i think we need to try to to find this safe middle ground as quick as possible um where we deal with things reasonably we listen to both sides we listen to every side and then we make our choice and well it is a consumerist society so at the end we we vote with our wallets we vote with our voices and it's a democracy it's a consumerist culture that's how we do it that's that's the way the method it's done yeah, I agree because I, I think that, yeah, for a very long time, things have been done one way and uh, people are getting away with that with no consequences, with, yeah. with no kind of repercussions whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And now, now it's swinging the complete opposite direction, but I think any kind of extreme is always bad. So yeah. until it settles down and reaches some kind of nice balanced middle where yeah. you can get away with joking but not get away with uh, roofing girls' drinks, that's going to work. You know, like yeah. you get canceled for doing bad things. You don't get canceled for joking about a group of people, no matter who this group of people yeah. is, no matter who they are. Yeah. You know, if it's a joke, if you're not out there hunting transgender people, and yeah. making them feel bad, you know? Yeah, so. but even then, like, you know, getting feedback, uh, I think, is also good. I mean, I, I have the example once where I had the Tolstoy bit where I had a girl come up to the stage afterwards who I'd met a few times. She, she's a lovely girl. And she said, look, I, you know, I, I get what you're trying to do with the show. I think it's very funny. But at this point, it does sound a little bit misogynistic around this point. And it helped me reflect because I started thinking about, okay, maybe I need to change this bit. I didn't get cancelled, you know, because it, it wasn't coming out the way I intended. It's because not you, my can't, intention. You, you can't get cancelled in russia That's yeah well and also i'm not big enough to get cancelled uh, yeah also you can't yeah. get cancelled if you're a nobody exactly um but the point is that she came up and she told me and i listened you know and i think that's the big thing is is the communication now it doesn't mean that i have to stop i can decide you know what i, I don't think it is and i'm going to keep it but i'm going to face the consequences to it you know uh so yeah i think at the end of the day i think uh, stand-up comedy should be given a little bit of breath but at the same time it doesn't mean you you can't face repercussions for the things that you say. It doesn't mean, I don't like the argument of, it's just a joke. No, you have to be aware. No, no, you have to take responsibilities for the stuff you're saying. Exactly. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is you have to, if it's a joke, it has to be a joke. Yeah. That's it. It has to be funny and it has to be coming from a good place instead of a bad place. Yep. And it has to be written and performed in such a way that it's obvious that you're yeah. not, you don't mean it. Yeah. Right. So I can come on stage and be like, oh, hi, I'm a murderer. Yeah. And if it's obviously joke, um, make, um, it's a setup. It's a premise for my punchline. Yeah. But if I come all bloody with a like with a with a, someone's heart in my hand, then I'm an actual murderer. And you should call the cops. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, yeah, uh, I think uh, we can stop there. Yeah. And uh, I hope that you have your own opinion on Dave Chappelle special. If you're yeah. a stand-up lover and if you watched it, if you haven't, check it out and maybe let us know in the comments what yeah, you actually, think. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear what you think. Please leave some feedback either on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Do you think both Igor and I are completely wrong and we're both cisgendered white males, heteronormatives who have no idea what the hell we're talking about, which is a fair, yes. fair point because maybe we're missing something completely. Completely take that on board. Uh, in which case, please enlighten us. If you agree with us, okay, go great, or only partially. Or if you, if you don't agree with us, cancel us. Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. Good, good, try luck. good luck. Try. Yeah, try, that. try to get 
try to get us have less viewers and and listeners than we have yeah bring try it on. bring, bring it, on. it on let's go buddy <laughs> but, so, <laughs> so th- thank you so much for listening we've been the comedy kiosk i'm igor monday and i'm david munoz goodbye good night <laughs> <laughs>